0: episode 42 is live with my good friend brendan what's going on brendan what's up doing? buddy how you doing doing good how, glad to have you on podcast it's actually been what three weeks that we've been trying to do this yeah man been, i appreciate you having me on yeah about three weeks so you're a big sports guy yeah you know yeah, I love sports. ever since i met you you know you were playing i think the first time i ever saw you you're playing ncaa down in thomas's and you're like hey what's up like uh, you're just like we were already bros from that moment on that sounds about right you know um so To start off, you know, weekly take, I like to start off with a special player who's worn a number. So since we were in episode 42, I have a player who was in the Major League Baseball League who served in the military actually from 1942 to 1944. Had six all-star appearances, 1947 Rookie of the Year, 1949 NL batting title, 49 MVP, and he had the first stolen bases in 1947 and 49. That player is Jackie Robinson, uh, big impact in the MOB. St- nobody can actually wear the number 42, I believe. Yeah, it's
1: actually, I think he's the only uh, guy with his number retired all throughout baseball. that's pretty fucking cool. That's pretty man. awesome. You know? Every, so every stadium has their little Robinson thing. Yeah. Uh, Jackie Robinson day, everyone wears 42, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I think that's pretty fucking yeah. awesome.
0: So, speaking of baseball, you're from the Pacific Northwest as well as me. Huge Mariner fan governor. Huge Mariner fan, but what, what's going on? We're, so, our record right now is 57 and 80 well
1: they're just doing that total rebuild and yeah. i'm actually okay with it you know yeah. um they've they've tried to do rebuilds yeah. before you know and uh um and they just kind of put I'd, I'd say they put lipstick on a pig and, mm-hmm. and they tried to and then like you know last year they tried to make a run for it i mean they had nelly cruz they had uh robinson cano uh you know they had a, a pretty solid team um they just fell fell a little short and Finally, like, all right, well, we're going to do this, what everybody else in baseball is doing, which people argue if it's good for baseball or not. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, there's, I think there's about seven or eight teams that are doing total rebuilds right now. At at least I know, like, in the the AL, Mm -hmm. the AL is pretty top heavy, I
0: mean, with the Yankees and stuff, there's... It's pretty top heavy. It's crazy the Yankees weren't good for like two years. And now they're already they got a Judge and they're good, right? Yeah, yeah. And they actually they did a little bit of a
1: rebuild too. But mm-hmm. since they have such a big spending ability, yeah, uh, they didn't need to do a total rebuild. But you know those smaller market teams, you know, have to do the like they us, gotta tear it down. Yeah, they got to do the old uh, um, Oakland Athletics thing and just you know do a little bit of Moneyball type stuff. Yeah, so. I haven't seen Moneyball. Oh, that's a great movie. Yeah, so uh, I watched John it in Hammond college, it? actually. Really? Yeah, we uh, it was my uh, sp- it was a class you would have actually really liked. It's a, it was uh, economics of sports. Yeah, um, really cool class, and uh, yeah, we watched Moneyball. So. I think that'd be really fun. We wanted- actually did a Moneyball season. What, so what we did is we uh, we uh had there was like probably six teams. Mm-hmm. I think it was three teams in each conference, and then we did a draft, and then after the draft, we. Uh, uh, the professor had a like a simulation thing, and wow. uh, he ran a the simulation. So my team, we won the regular season, and then we lost in the first round of the playoffs.
0: <laughs> Wait, so what? So what are you drafting? You drafted like real players? Real or? players, yeah. Okay. And then we
1: went through a 162 game season where it was it was simulated. Um, obviously, it wasn't like a video game where you gotta like watch anything, but it just like you know team one versus team two and then we went through a whole season at the end of the season like I said our team our team won but we lost in the the divisional round of the playoffs of so the first round so you of the draft playoffs. together as a team yeah so that dude our, I want to take that class yeah super cool i I mean I'm not sure who teaches it anymore obviously that was six years ago five mm-hmm. years ago something like that so it's probably a different profession and it was a grad student that was teaching it anyway so
0: that's fucking but yeah it's a people, cool
1: class how many people were in there 40? um there was probably about it was a bigger class. I'd say there was about eighty people okay. there. Okay. Yeah, it was a cool class. So didn't so when you
0: did that, did you have like a draft team?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, it was yeah we went through like a draft like a fantasy football type draft cool. type thing. Yeah, and That's then we ran, a, ran awesome. a scenario. Yeah, it was super cool.
0: Yeah. So baseball is a big thing too. You know, I've I've tried to dip into it. My cousins are really into it as well, and they you know they can name players just like how you just name players like off the top of your head. Right. And um. But it's so hard to get into it when your team's bad. Yeah, and it's like... it's a long
1: season too. You yeah, know, 162 games. It's a long, long time to sit there and watch your team be bad. So yeah. Um, but you know they're doing good at getting still getting people out to the ballpark and stuff. They do good promotions and yeah. you know, they've always had a really good you know uh, marketing department.
0: So oh, I think they do really. Yeah, good they marketing. do really they do really good marketing. So um,
1: that's pretty much the only thing keeping keeping people interested in Mariner baseball.
0: Yeah, like Star Wars nights and all these yeah nights. Star Wars so, like, nights. fireworks night. all the
1: fireworks night, Kook night um i hate the huskies but they do a you know they do a husky night so. <laughs> they have to they're right yeah. next to him yeah
0: so speaking of um wazoo to digress into that i have the wazoo schedule for all the people who listen um brendan and i both are wazoo brendan when, when did you graduate 2016 2016 so that the year you graduated was the year i graduated high school yeah yeah okay so we just won last night yeah, and what, what butt. was your what was your take on that new quarterback new season yeah, I, uh, I was really excited and really
1: happy with the offense. I thought the offense looked really good. Um, Obviously, you know, I'm a, just a, a couch watcher. I mean, mm-hmm. I'll go to the game, but you know what I mean? I'm not a I'm not an actual football coach. But mm-hmm. uh, what I saw is the offense looked really good. And, uh, I mean, we pff, easily the deepest, probably best receiving core in the country. I yeah. mean, our receiving core is unreal. I mean, it's I don't even think Mike Leach has had this good of a receiving core. Now, we don't have, like, a standout guy like when he had, you know uh, – Oh, I had his name. He'll come back to me. But anyways, uh, you know, he, they, they might not have a – oh, Michael Crabtree. That's what I was thinking oh, about yeah. when he was when he was over at Tech. But uh,
0: Oh, yeah, he was at Tech.
1: Yeah, so uh, – but, I mean, just, there's like 11 or 12 guys that anyone could be a starter on any other team, in the at least in the Pac-12 or even probably in even the SEC or ACC. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're super deep. Uh, I thought the defense um, – they were all right. They kind of worry me. We have a we have a few injuries now on defense, um, and then we you know we lost a couple guys last year. We lost Peyton Pluwer back there. Um, we lost Jalen Thompson, which he's a which, beast. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it sucks. But uh, I mean, it's this season's probably gonna be closer to like that 2013 season where we're just gonna have to score a lot of points yeah. to win games. So I don't know how much the defense will do us do us any favors
0: yeah thomas was telling me about like he he believes that wazoo has one of the top three receiving cores in the country yeah if not they're, number one, they're unreal yeah. unreal and that's fucking cool to be like you know because you know people around here and people especially back home over on the other side of the mountains you know they look at us like oh it's just a fucking cougs but dude having the number one receiving core has got to be a yeah, conversation sh- starter shout out to the students yeah and they
1: showed up yesterday i mean there were some games, especially, like, going in the long weekend, and we came into Pullman on Friday night, um, you know, saw a lot of cars going the other way, yeah. and I was like, well, a lot of times students don't stick around, but they showed up. I yeah. mean, the student section was packed. Uh, obviously, it, it fizzles out after the end of the first half, but, I mean, we were killing them, so. yeah, um, But, yeah, shout out to the students, and shout out to the alumni, too. Yeah, The uh, the alumni section was packed, too, and a lot of times, a lot of times that section, especially on games like last yes. night, that was like, okay, we're... most likely going to win a lot of times people you know it's a long drive it's we're in the middle of nowhere here right so um and it was a seven o'clock kick so it's not like you know a lot of people drive down from Spokane but you know the seven o'clock kicks makes it tough because you're not home until you know one or two in the morning Mm -hmm. even if you live in Spokane with that hour and a half drive so um but shout out to yeah, shout out to the fans. They showed up. It was the first game. It was a lot of energy. So
0: it was cool to see that you know we had good energy. Yeah, because you know, like I was like I kind of I was guilty of it too. I was like, yeah, I don't know. We're gonna go kick their ass. Um, but there was a lot of people who ended up going. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah. Cool. And it's cool to see loyal fans in any sport. So, right. Yeah. Like you know, you go to a basketball game. Like when the Sonics were bad. People weren't showing up, and that's you know a reason we lost them. Right? I fucking hate that we lost the Sonics, man. I'm yeah, so dude, it sucked. So I'm gonna go down the schedule, and I'm gonna I want you to give me and uh, what our possible record could be. Okay. You could be you know truthful. You could be whatever you want us to be. So <laughs> I'll, have got, my, I'll have my Coug, <laughs> I'll try to take my Koog blinder. <laughs> we, so we got Northern uh, Colorado. They're probably the worst
1: team <laughs> in the FCS, or at least one of the worst teams. I mean. Pff, we need we need to hang seventy on. We should have hung seventy on New Mexico State <laughs> yesterday, but we should hang seventy on those fucks.
0: Okay, so we got so we're two I and can 0. swear on this podcast. Right? Yeah, you can oh, swear, okay, you cool. say whatever the hell we want. So we got we're two and zero going yep, into the two year. Two and zero, and we're going to Houston in Houston. I'm going to that game. You're going to that game. I'm going to that, but game. it's not in
1: their stadium. It's an NRG Stadium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the Houston Advocate uh, Texas
0: football kick- kickoff. Um, so what is? There? Are they playing at like some big old high school? They're playing at
1: the NRG Stadium where the Texans play. What? Yeah, it's gonna be that's sick. That's fucking crazy. It's gonna be sick. So the best part is we get to drink beer when I'm watching the game at the game. It's oh yeah, you don't get to drink beer. Yeah, at they don't two have games. beer sales at Martin Stadium. Which come on, WSU, take a listen to this. Yeah, uh, you UDub should start selling beer. Uh, UW has a little beer garden that's like in behind the stadium, but you can. Go, it's open all game, or okay. it closes at the end of the third quarter. But like WSU, there's nothing to drink near the
0: stadium. That's probably why people drink a lot outside. Yeah, outside, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Or bring it in, you know. So we got so Houston. What what do you think? Uh, they they got, got a good quarterback. They got a really good quarterback. They, you know, it's
1: a new. Co- I think they're going to be a lot like when Mike Leach took over here. That what a lot of her, I've heard is almost like verbatim of what Leach was saying when he first got here is like basically these guys don't know how to work hard. Yeah. I don't think they've had a hard practice, you know, in since high school. Yeah. Is kind of what he said. So, um, their defense is, is questionable um obviously it's in texas so that's going to help houston that gives them a little bit of a home field advantage even though it's not on their state it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, like, like, like it's a neutral site game it's like that's bullshit it's a miles. yeah it's like five miles from their stadium so it's like Wh-
0: why aren't they playing in their stadium um because it it's
1: yeah because it's just a promotional thing and to get more fans and stuff oh. it's so oh, but yeah. yeah uh i think coogs win that one
0: okay so we're three now they were coming know. all the way back home to play UCLA.
1: We'll beat UCLA. They suck.
0: No one's on UCLA mm-hmm. anymore.
1: Uh, UCLA looked really bad at their game this week, mm-hmm. um, and they lost the game they probably should have won. Maybe um, no more Rosen. Yeah. So, and uh, I don't like know. He was Chip, a problem anyway. Chip Chip Kelly. Uh, <laughs> For some reason, Chip Kelly can't seem to figure it out there, which is, you know, it's only his second year, so we've got to give the guy some time. But uh, I think uh, I think the Cougs win that one. We're uh, going to be 4-0 then. 4-0. So yeah. then we play Utah in Utah. That one's tough. Um, I kind of flip-flop on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Utah. Utah's pretty good. Um, I don't think they're as good as people think. Mm-hmm. They're definitely not as good as Mr. Corso thinks. Mr. Corso, Lee Corso thinks uh, <laughs> that they're a dark horse for the uh, for the college football playoffs. Until they've proven anything to me, like you know, so I think it's in Utah. I think it's going to come down to a field goal kick, and I think the Cougs win that one.
0: Okay, so we're five and zero. Five and zero. So then we're going to play Arizona State in Arizona State or Arizona. Arizona State's not bad, but I know, yeah, we the the it's. It's
1: kind of a weird place for the Cougs to play. Yeah, we've had some, some bad luck there. Um, yeah. I think they lose that game. I think. Okay, so That's we drop we, one to Arizona we State. drop one to Arizona State.
0: And then we go come back home and play Colorado, so the Buffalo. Yeah, we win that one. Okay. And then we play. So what are we at now? What's the record now? Six and one. Six and one, okay. So then we go into Oregon and Eugene to play the Ducks. Oh, man.
1: I'm not on that Oregon hype train, but, I mean, going into Eugene's always tough. They they have guys, you know, on that team that's never beaten WSU. We beat them, what is it, five years in a row now, four years in a row, yeah. five years? I think it's five. And uh, I think that one's a close one. Um, I think a late field goal, and that one also wins it, and the, I think the Cougs pull out with another. Until Oregon proves that they can beat us, like, I mean, we'll we'll get to the Apple Cup when, you know. Talk about that, but until you mm-hmm. know, the team proves that they can beat the Cougs, like they don't have the number. So, uh, and the, yeah, we beat them four we, times. We yeah, like they changed up their whole scheme to play us, and we still beat them. So,
0: yeah. all right, so now we're seven and one, we're going into Cal. That one's a tough one. Um, That's a tough place to play at too.
1: Yeah, it's tough. We've we've had bad luck there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, nothing. The Golden Bears, their defense is really good. At, I think. I think Cal sneaks by us on that one. Okay, I mean, their so defense is their defense is stacked, and that's you know six so and two, cl- yeah, six and two,
0: six and two, coming back home to play Stanford. Uh, another one. Oh no, I said Oregon changed up their uh, their
1: um, scheme. That was that was Stanford. That's David Shaw like almost cried because he <laughs> he. Uh, he spent like a whole year changing up his scheme just to play the Cougs, and we still beat them. So it was David Shaw. That um, was at
0: night too. It was a nighttime game, wasn't it? No, it was a day. It was what a was it, it was a daytime were game. We yeah, there? it was. A, yeah, it was at the oh, farm. That's where yeah, it was. So that's
1: why it's home this year. Um, yeah, until that's and there another one until they prove to me that they can beat me or beat me, beat us. Um, <laughs> then uh, I think we, I think the Cougs win that one.
0: So now we're. and I already forgot. Seven and two. Seven and two. Oh, no, no, I think we were okay. So we beat Colorado. Yeah. One Houston. One UCLA. One Utah. One. Drop on the Arizona State. Four and one. Colorado, we win. S- Did you say we lose to Oregon or beat L- Oregon? Uh, we beat Oregon. Okay, so we're six and one.
1: I think I said.
0: I think we're. Fuck, dude! I already lost. Uh, right? Okay, well, what's the next game around? Okay, so we we got Oregon State. Oh. In Pullman. We're, yeah, we, we're, we're, we're beating we're Oregon Gulf. State. Oregon State's awful. Yeah. Um... Then we go into Seattle, Washington oh, for God. the Apple Cup. Let's not even talk about that game. No, uh, I think <laughs> – uh, I mean, and it's
1: one of those things, like I said, with the other guys until we prove that we can beat the Huskies. I mean, I think UW wins that one. But I think we have a good chance this year. I think Anthony Gordon throws a really good b- ball, mm-hmm. uh, and our our offense is super stacked. So, uh, But unfortunately, I think we, we drop one to the Huskies. Do you believe
0: so. in the hype in Eason? He looked good. Uh, he he looked look good against good. Eastern Washington. That yeah. guy. I mean,
1: he's what? He's six six and got a cannon of an arm and yeah. got a swagger about him. So yeah, unfortunately, I From hate I hate <laughs> and Mike Stevens. I hate that. Uh, I hate that he's there. But uh, you know, the Cougars try to see if they can pull one out in
0: in, in Seattle. Yeah, man. So yeah, so Coug- I think we
1: dropped, I think I said we dropped three games or something.
0: Yeah. So like, what do you where do you think that makes us r- like ranked at the end of the year? Oh, we're not going to even be ranked um, with three. I think we're ranked somewhere in the, probably, like, where we're at now,
1: 23 to 25 range. Okay. Yeah. This is a pretty rough schedule, though. Dude, it in, is a gauntlet.
0: Throwing in Houston, too, like, that could help us, though. If we, if we beat Houston, beat UCLA and Utah, that those are three commanding pretty big teams yeah. for us, you know? And like you said, Gauntlet, we have Oregon, Cal, Stanford. Dude, we
1: have the worst road schedule yeah, of any it's team? Like, fuck it, sucks. At least we have two buys this year, though.
0: We have and two we, buys. We have
1: two buys. Yeah.
0: So in that situation, is that because we just couldn't get a game, or we would rather have a buy? Uh, I just—it's just the
1: way the the schedule worked out. I don't—I don't know the logistics on how that all works. But. Oh,
0: okay. All right, man. So Wazoo football has been a thing that you've been identifying with for a long time. I see you got the. Where'd you get your shirt, by the way? Yeah, uh, this is a shout-out to uh, Greg Garrity. He's mm-hmm. actually a Husky fan, but mm-hmm.
1: uh, this is a game-worn David Rollins jersey from uh, Coog Night with the Rainiers. Oh, fuck, yeah. The, that's where there's a Rainier R on there, you know. Oh, okay. So okay.
0: I know. I always see you rocking that one. Yeah, right? it's a sweet, it's yeah, a sweet it's one. So it's super fun. Not a lot of people have it. No, too, yeah, I, 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 had, like, I never see anybody else with this. Yeah, it's, so, it's fucking sick. That's what's cool about it. You know, you. I think that's another thing with things too. You want to be original, right? But so you're a big hockey guy. Yep. I'm not a hockey guy whatsoever. So enlighten me on what's going on in the hockey world. Seattle needs to get a team. Seattle's getting team.
1: Yeah. Uh, It's 2021, I believe is when they're going to take the ice for the first time. And they're going to be playing in the, uh, the old key arena. They're renovating that. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, they're getting a hockey team. Unfortunately, we don't have a name yet. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good for the city. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I'm not a huge basketball guy, but, uh, you know, people obviously love the Sonics and, uh, so they'll probably get the, them back eventually, you know, so it's, it just, it puts us, you know, puts us into a plot where we have all the major sports again, you know? Yeah. Right and now it we
0: definitely helps our city too. Oh, hundred percent. You yeah. know, brings people in, you know, people go to restaurants, people go to the mall. Right. And it's like, wasn't the problem is that they didn't want to build a arena?
1: Yeah, there was a lot of there's a lot of politics that mm-hmm. that are involved in it. Um, but uh, yeah, they finally made it happen, and uh, we're getting a hockey team, so it's gonna be sweet. And we're gonna be in a tough division. We'll be in a division with the Sharks, San Jose. We'll be in a division with uh, Vegas. Um, they're gonna move Arizona out of the Pacific and put them in the Central. And then the uh, Seattle team's gonna be in the Pacific. So, so are we the a,
0: only team that's getting added? Yeah. Okay. But I
1: mean, there's. In the West, I believe it's the West, they have, like, two less teams in that conference. So I think there's they're planning to add another team at some point. So, That'd be cool. Because I think right now there's 30 teams. I want to say there's 30, and we make 31, so I think they'll go to 32.
0: Yeah, might as well make it even. Yeah. Because I remember that was the big thing. Like, everyone's like, oh, just add the Sonics back to the league, but there's already 30 teams. You can't, right. you know, make it, you know, unfair, I right. should say. Right. Um, but yeah, man, so who who do you cheer for? you know obviously before and i, I know when we get our team you'll be that team but who do you cheer yeah, they'll be for? my they'll be my uh my west team my uh my team that i cheer for i'm the new jersey
1: devils fan mm-hmm. so uh got into them back in the old martin Brodeur days mm-hmm. and uh so it was just a fun team to watch and they play they played a des- defensive style of hockey which i like to watch they had some guys who could just fucking hit mm-hmm. they had scott stevens and uh god that fucker could just run people over um yeah. but uh yeah, been a Devils fan for for a long time, and uh, so you know when Seattle shows up, they'll be my my West team, yeah. but but I'll always be a Devils fan. So if I go to a game, I'll wear Devils stuff. So
0: yeah. So oh, so you're saying if the Devils come to Seattle, you'll oh go to yeah, Blue go, I'm 100 percent rooting for the Devils. I can't okay. I can't Change. leave
1: the team. Yeah, that I've been cheering for for my whole life. You know. So
0: how long has it been? I was
1: in sixth grade when I became a Devils fan. Oh damn! Yeah. And you just
0: chose them because you liked them in the game. So it's actually funny. I uh, I was playing
1: a uh, NHL yeah. hockey. And I was playing as the Washington Capitals and, uh, I was, I was winning, like I was playing like a, you know, franchise mode or whatever. And yeah. I was playing like, uh, I was playing a game. I was winning the game, like seven, nothing or eight, nothing. And the team, the team I was playing came back and beat me and, and I rate was- and I, and I rage quit and I rage quit the season. So then I was kind of playing for <laughs> playing with a couple teams. And, uh, uh finally I just randomly told, chose the Devils, and. Uh, um, Martin Berger gave me a shutout, and I never got shutouts in that game. So my first game with with him, I got a shutout. So uh, I was a Devils fan ever since.
0: That's actually how I became a Raven fan. Oh, really? I, my cousin like whooped my ass <laughs> as the Ravens, and I was like, "Fuck, man, I like this team." Right. And then from then, it's crazy how much you know Madden and stuff. A lot of people like to harp on video games and stuff, but how much some things like that can impact your life. Yeah, it's crazy. You know yeah. what I mean? Some I know some people who've gotten into fighting and being in cage fighters or something because of Mortal Kombat Mortal Kombat, yeah. And like that's cool. Right. You know, and that's what it's meant for. And a lot of people like to blame the whole I don't want to bring it political, but oh well this game makes people violent. It's like yeah, but you know, eating Twinkies no, that, makes you fat. You right. Know? Yeah. You know what I mean? There's yeah. just bad
1: people that do bad things, right? Yeah. And then they need something to we we always need something to blame it on. We right there needs to be a root cause of why <laughs> did somebody do this? It has to be the video games. Blame the video game, right? So you know It's um, the easy thing. Yeah, too. it's the easy way out. It's maybe this guy's just fucked up in the head and needs some help,
0: right? So. Yeah. But no, it's so you so hockey started early for you. I know you and Connor, Thomas' the brother, were big hockey guys and you guys even played and then you even coached a couple of years ago How'd yeah, that go? i'm still coaching actually you're still yeah. coaching how yeah you we doing? actually
1: we, we start uh tuesday yeah Tuesday's is our evaluation skate Fuck yeah! i coach a little nine and ten year olds so really uh badass. yeah little squirt ages uh that's that they call them squirts um well now it's 10 U cause politically correct yeah but uh fuck that we're on a podcast I can say what the fuck i want <laughs> um but uh no yeah I coach a little nine and ten year olds are super super cool super fun uh uh, they keep me young. Uh yeah. keep me on my toes and uh but yeah, I coach ever youth hockey and just enjoy that. And I, I decided to be an assistant coach though. Uh last year was my first year being an assistant coach. Mm-hmm. I was the head coach before that and I was just like it's too much work for something you don't get paid for. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm a Coug season ticket holder, so there's just a couple games in the beginning that I miss and that, that angered some parents that I was oh. missing for come to Cougar football, which I can I can understand, right? So yeah. My my head coach knows about me having he I all the Home Coog games are in his calendar, so he knows if I'm going to be at the game. Right? Yeah, so he's like, Oh, he's like, Brendan. Now I got to follow the Coog schedule because of you. <laughs> and, uh, is he a Husky fan? Uh, I don't, I don't know who he cheers for, honestly. Gonzaga. Um, no, Easter. he's <laughs> he's originally from California, so he might like a California school. I have no idea, anyways. Oh, Jim uh, Mora,
0: your favorite person. Oh, fuck, I
1: hate Jim Mora. That guy sucks.
0: That was my first Coog game. I got to see you scream Jim Mora.
1: I hate you, Jim Mora. <laughs> yeah, like, well. When the Cougs played down there the year before, he had guys freaking headhunting. Yeah. Like, they were headhunting Luke Falk all day and, like, d- just doing dangerous things. So, like, you know, that guy sucks. Fuck him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, enough on the gym, war. Yeah. But, yeah, so, yeah, these little kids playing hockey, though. That's fucking, like you said, keeps you on your toes. Yeah. And, dude, I couldn't imagine being a fucking coach. Like, I would want to, but, like, that shit's hard work. Like, I've seen my cousin's coach, and uh, right. my cousin coached me. And he, you know... You don't get paid. Yeah, you don't get paid. And you're there every, you know, they're there just as much as we are at practice. Right. And then they're there closing up, and then then they're dealing with the parents and the fans. Right. It's like I get like, say I miss a shot, I just got to deal with the fans. Right. And like, oh, how do you miss that? He's got to deal with why did you put him in? What you know? Yeah. It's constant. Parents,
1: parents are fucking ruthless, man. <laughs> they are, they are something else. Let me tell you what. If, if they if they have an opinion of you, man, they they take it and run mm-hmm. with it. So. So, did you get in any fights with any parents? Um, Are yeah, I had, I, I had a few things happen that made me decide that I didn't want to be a head coach what anymore. Um, so, you once, don't mind sharing. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, it's yeah. fine. Um, um, one time I was I was up uh, in Canada actually, and it was a so the next year it was after my first year coaching, and I was coaching like this spring team. So, let me back up and kind of give you context of okay. this all. So, uh, they were supposed to have Mitch Love and Brennan Sonny, who were Silver Tip coaches be the coaches of these spring league teams. So there's like this uh, select spring league, whatever. Well, that there was some miscommunications. Those guys never even knew that they were supposed to be doing it. They weren't even supposed to. They just, they, for marketing purposes, they use their names and they shouldn't have. And anyways, so then, then they get stuck with me and another kid who were bo- <laughs> both their first year coaching um, as, as the coaches, we were yep. the head coaches. So you go from almost having a silver tip coach <laughs> to having me. <laughs> so, so you can understand, like people are a little upset at the beginning. Like it's your fault too. Yeah, like it's on my yeah, yeah right. And I'm volunteering my time for these kids. But anyway, so I was scouting for my team for the next year because I was coaching the ten U select team. Yeah. Um. So uh, I had to be at the rink to, um, uh, to scout for that, and we were going to Canada with that with that travel team, and uh, um, wow, I lost my train of thought there. <laughs> your travel team. Yeah. So travel team, and. Uh, so I have to miss the first two games and then so I drive up there and then From Pullman? Oh no, I was this was back when I was I was on the West Side. Oh okay. Cool. Uh so I drive from Everett, so I, I missed the last session of the scouting to get up there to coach the last two games of the tournament. Well we played called Burnaby Winter Club and there it's like a select school that kids go to school and then it's like a hockey program. Like yeah. So it's like Damn. Super you know, big deal and everything. And I didn't know we were playing them. We just were getting rocked and the kids were being a holes. And so I laid into them. I dropped, was dropping F bombs. This was going like our uh, intermission break, going to the third period. I'm like, you guys need to fucking pull your heads out of your asses, blah blah. ass. Yeah. And they were 12, like they were uh, 11 and 12 year olds, but still, they should- yeah, yeah, I let them have it anyways. So I had a guy coach on the bench with me and, uh, he wasn't really my assistant coach. I just had him helping out. Um, Well, uh, so the next game, going to the last game, he decides not to come on the bench. I think he's all pissed off at me for yelling at the kids. I apologize to the kids. Everything was fine. Um, And then... This, we come off the ice, and I was like, basically made this, like a comment. I was like, thank God this is over because it was just a shit show. And the mom just fucking in front of everybody, like oh. ripping me, like, you're the worst coach ever. You're a disgrace to ever youth hockey and blah, blah, blah. Oh, and, wow. Yeah, it was fucking brutal. And I fucking go into the dressing room. And I just start te- like crying. Yeah. My manager comes, gives me a hug. And and uh, then the, the director of the tournament comes in. She's like, don't let anyone ever talk to you like that. Like, what you do for these kids are so amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, she gave me a big hug. shake, like, don't give up coaching. And so I come out, and then she like pulls me aside on my walk out, and she she hands me a uh, like a puck uh, that from the tournament. She's like, you know, you're the MVP of the tournament. So that Damn. was really cool. But, Damn, uh, that was really nice. But uh, yeah, so that happened, and then there's this another one where. Um, I changed the captaincy halfway through the year, and there's some parents that did not like that because, of course, their kid got their captain too. But it wasn't like I was just letting, trying to let other kids have yeah. it, and you know, so you weren't like, yeah, yeah. And I got this e- these you get these emails that are this long, like trust is broken. Like what? what? Trust is broken, and <laughs> it's I changed 12-year-old. the captain. little, yeah. These were nine and ten year olds at that time too. Uh, there's like, <laughs> like. And the thing is, the fuck. kids
0: don't even. They're like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. One of
1: them was sad and was wondering why he got his captain take away, and I just explained to him, hey, like, I just want somebody else to be able to enjoy being a captain. Like, yeah. it wasn't anything against him. So, anyways, that was that was a kind of a tr- my second year coaching was my most troubling year. So then my last year, I decided I'm gonna just be an assistant coach. Yeah. Um, and that was way better. And then actually halfway through the year, I became the head coach because there's a whole bunch of things that you have to do with USA Hockey to be a coach. There's a bunch of like you have to do safe sport training. You got to do um, you got to have your USA Hockey membership. You have to do a background check and you have to take these classes um, specifically, you know, for your age group and stuff like that. Anyways, uh, my head coach hadn't gotten everything done in time and there's a yeah. like, hard cutoff at December 31st. So you have to have everything done. Uh, or you can't coach, and so I ended up having to take over. But by then, you know, Koog football's over, yeah. So, so like, like oh. I'm not missing games, so it wasn't a big deal. But uh, yeah, so this you no know, big deal. Everyone needs to listen. speak of hockey, everyone needs to listen to Spit and Chicklets. It's a great fucking podcast. A yeah, no. uh, bunch of ex, a couple ex NHL players, and then uh, just they they talk about the funniest shit. They get on, <laughs> they got on current, they get on current players, they get on old players, uh, they they're just funny as shit. So everyone needs to listen. If you like hockey, listen to Spit and Chicka. It's a Barstool yeah. podcast, so you know it's good. Barstool's uh, fucking badass. Dude. Ba- Barstool's fucking great.
0: I want Weekly Take to get something like Barstool, to be honest with you. Yeah, I want to start getting, um, I want to build like a network for Weekly Take. Right. Uh, so I'm going to need, um, eventually I'm going to need photographers. I'm going to need um, like a team of writers. Right. And I'm going to kind of try to make it like that where we go around colleges, campuses. And I want to do actually for um, Cougar Football, I want to have like a Weekly Take stand. Mm-hmm. And, like, talk about the game pregame. So, kind of like a college game day, but it'll be, like, weekly take game day. Yeah, that'll be sick. But um, I don't know the permissions I have from the school to do that. So, I got to figure out who I yeah, got to talk to. Yeah, it's
1: all the legal, just the legal department. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure you can just, like, email somebody HR and yeah. they'll, they'll direct you to the right person to talk to. So,
0: yeah. Um, how many people are listening to the weekly take? What do you so have? So, weekly take is about 45 subscribers right now. Okay, And nice. weekly take actually has a lot of... A lot more consistent listeners than djp um because people like to learn about sports and that's right. what's really cool about it right and it's slowly getting to that point where people are hey what what are you talking about this week and it's pretty cool right you know and djp obviously um is a little bit different and it has more viewers just because of the sole reason not everybody's into sports right a lot of people can relate to just everyday things just everyday shit yeah, yeah but a lot of people like to you know not to toot the weekly weekly takes horn but it's getting better and better right um same with both of them Except then you bring on a guest like me and dude i think <laughs> i think people are like the diversity of hockey no i've never talked hockey on here ever yeah
1: no everyone should i mean hockey's changed a whole bunch right because uh because of the whole head injury stuff right yeah. so it's it's not as physical as used and just kids aren't kids don't hit like they used to and yeah. like kids don't there's no like excuse me they haven't like taken fighting out of the game but it rarely happens anymore yeah. um which is sad because, you know, that fighting policed the game. And it's And you knew, like, hey, if I'm out there and I'm with, you know, their best players on the ice, I can't take a cheap shot at them because, you know, someone's going to come kick my ass because I just hurt their superstar, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it policed the game. Now it's like people are just going to – people just run people and stuff cheaply because it's like they know they're not going to have to yeah. pay for it, right? Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of it's – it's gone more towards the European style, which – i don't like it's a lot of s- just a lot of fast skating and it's like super technical now which is kind of cool to watch and stuff mm-hmm. but i mean it's just not as exciting right i mean it's, it's almost like taking hitting out of football right playing flag football Uh-oh. right i mean they're still hitting hockey but it's just not like they used to and yeah uh but i still love the sport i still play it i still coach it um i just don't watch it really as much as i do and i still follow it like mm-hmm. i know all the names like johnny grudeau and uh, you know taylor hall from my devils and uh um you know I've still and I listen to the Spit and Chicklets podcast, so I get a lot of stuff from there. But I I love when they have old guys come on, they just talk about the shenanigans that used to happen, yeah. you know. That shit doesn't happen anymore. Like even in football, like, you know, Kenny Stabler would bring his playbook to the bar mm-hmm. to uh and uh and drink alcohol like drink a beer, smoke a cigarette and read his playbook the night before a game. I mean, like, that That's shit doesn't badass. happen anymore, yeah. you know? Those no starting quarterbacks <laughs> sitting in a bar smoking a stogie, uh, drinking beer and reading his playbook, you know? Everyone's on this, like, regimented diet and everything, yeah. and everything's all... I mean, it's a business, right? It it's, is a business. Hey, I think
0: they're slowly becoming just a big corporate. Oh, it's
1: just a giant corporate. I mean, they, yeah. fuck, they, they rake in so much money.
0: Yeah. Dude, You know, I can't even think about how much money the NFL makes. You know what? I'm going to look that up, and then we're going to just talk about fucking it's, it's, that it's a couple I think it's in the billions it's gotta I mean, be it's in the billions how it's much fucking un, it's unbelievable how much money they make how much money did the NFL make last year
1: it's yeah it's probably fucking huge
0: so this is 2018 how much money did the NFL make in 2018 according to the Green Bay Packers annual report the NFL earned over 8.1 billion dollars in national fuck. revenue meaning each team received about $255 million in national revenue. That is fucking crazy. Could you, dude, $8.1 billion? That's a lot of money, dude. Where do you think it's coming most from?
1: TV revenue. Yeah. That's so the biggest part It's the TV the revenue. The networks yeah. and, like, allowing them. I mean, why do you think, like, this is, this is an NFL, but, like, college, like, why do you think, like, a lot of times we get shitty You know time slots for the Pac-12 because it's all about the TV money. They could care less what the stadiums like, really. They they want it's all about the TV money.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, because the CBS picks up your game. Yeah, exactly. They're going to be paying Alabama a lot of money to be like, hey, can we record here? Right. They're like, "Eh, I don't know.
1: I I will say the one good thing about the Pac-12 is that revenue sharing they do have, so it's like not it doesn't make the conference top heavy, right? Mm I mean, like let's say. Let's say UCLA is playing or USC is playing, and they're playing on you know CBS and stuff. Yeah. And there's a couple, you know, they make a couple million bucks off it or whatever it is. How much money they make? It's evenly spread out through the Pac-12, so we get the same that they get that UW gets that Arizona State gets. Everybody gets That's the cool. same. Um, so Alabama good, gets yeah. more, right? And yeah, I'm not sure the SEC works. I think it is, yeah, top heavy like that. But uh, which is super nice. So like, I mean, obviously we're in Pullman, right? I mean. We have a 30-something thousand-seat stadium, Mm -hmm. Um, and so, like, it just makes it so we're kind of on an even playing field with everybody. Obviously, there's a whole fucked-up thing with the Pac-12 network. It's a shitty network, and nobody gets it, and Larry Scott, our commissioner, is a fucking idiot. I hate that guy. It was funny I, when, we, when I was here on the game day weekend. He was walking through the tailgate lot, and I was standing at the tailgate lot, and I didn't recognize. Yeah, but he had all these. Of course, he had all his suits with him, right? He had all like his bodyguards and stuff. and People were booing him and stuff. And it <laughs> took me two seconds. He, he walked right by me. I,
0: fuck, I had no idea, and uh, I was like,
1: "Fuck, it's Larry." I was like, "Fuck you, Larry Scott." Yeah, he sucks.
0: <laughs> wait, so wait, last year did we, did we not have He's a team? He's the highest paid commissioner, and he
1: runs this fucking conference like a fucking idiot. Yeah,
0: like we. Who made the championship last year? Uh,
1: it was U Dub and oh yeah, so we did have a yeah. oh we no no they team. didn't make nobody no, nobody made the playoffs. I thought you were talking From about the Pac twelve right? Yeah, nobody made the, that's fucked. UW went to the Rose Bowl, but that's that wasn't why a part be, of the playoff. That's why it should be eight. They should have eight or at least sixteen or yeah. Yeah, at least eight, maybe sixteen. Yeah, because I mean, if they would have had sixteen, like the Cougs ended up ten, and, you know we we you know, we could have we would have squeaked in probably for the playoff, right? Um, actually, no, I think we were below sixteen by the time. We, we got to 10 after we won, beat Iowa State. Um, but anyways, yeah, like, it would just make it, it's like, cool. That gives, like, you know, because then you get, there's you know, there's five power conferences, right? Yeah. And it sucks that it's a fourteen team playoff, so one conference is going to get left out, or maybe two conferences if you get two from one conference that go in. But it's, like, stupid. Like, you have five major conferences battling for these four spots. Why not make it so, you know, the winner of each conference gets in. And then you add in like two at-large bids, so it'd be like you know maybe your Boise State, so a team from the Mountain West, yeah, you know something like that. Maybe the the, the next five, the next group of the group of five after the the Power Five, and, uh, and so you get you know a team like that in, or you'd get you know maybe one conference does deserve to have two teams in, right? So it makes it you know just better, and then it. It gives, you know, the Cougs find a way to sneak, squeak in. I mean, anything can happen at that point, right? But it would give, you know, these schools actually opportunities. Because right now there's maybe five to ten teams that real logistic or uh, actually have, you know, an opportunity to to make it. Realistically, that was the word I was looking for. Realistically have an opportunity to make it. This is bullshit. Yeah. I mean, but... uh, and I think it would just help college. I mean, college football already makes a shit ton of money, and they're not paying their they're not paying <laughs> they their pay. players. I mean, you're, you're making it's all this so money; fucked. you don't have to pay your workforce. Like, what a fucking business model! that what is. What business to, gets away with that? Yeah, right. I mean, shit. But you know, they they always hide behind it's amateurism, and they also hide behind the fact that free uh, education. Yeah, we're giving them free education. So, well, not everybody on the teams on scholarship. You yeah. don't have to be a scholarship player to be on the team. So, yeah. Um. Anyways, that's a whole other <laughs> subject we don't need to get into. But
0: uh, no, but it's like if if the Big Ten didn't have a team that got in right they'd be crying about it right yeah exactly. we don't get a team in we're like you know we're pissed right but like what if sec didn't get a team in oh fuck, imagine they, how buck and butt hurt they'd be yeah that I mean, rule would be changed yeah like in, a, in a heartbeat but yeah. since it was us they're like oh they don't eh, you know yeah
1: the southeastern conference really you know definitely yeah definitely uh controls everything yeah
0: and i get it yeah they have they're they're top heavy though i was talking this about thomas it's like they have bama auburn Georgia and then just yeah. steep. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they're very top heavy. They're yeah. Very, I mean, I think, the yeah, Gators top, top the good. bottom,
1: the Pac 12 is the best conference in yeah. the goddamn country. Not, you know, I agree with Mike Leach on that 100%. I mean, because any – that, well, that and that's the shitty part. Like, that's what hurts us. Any given Saturday. Any given Saturday, anyone co- – I mean, you'll have, like, you know, when we went through the schedule, right? I mean, like, Arizona State – Arizona State's not a good school, but, you know, they it's a bad matchup for us, right? You know, there, any given Saturday – I mean, Alabama rarely loses, right? Yeah. I mean, so – and it hurts our conference then because it's like, well, you guys have a two-loss team that won your conference. like – yeah, because they had to play a fucking hard team every week, <laughs> and they don't do that bullshit thing that Bama does and play an FCS school the week before rivalry week. They always play this bullshit non-conference game, yeah, like at the at the very end of their season, so they can rest up for the Iron Bowl. Which yeah, is a let's look at yeah, look at Alabama schedule. Yeah, yeah, who do they play before they play uh, Auburn? Okay,
0: yeah, I'll look that up. So we got Alabama schedule, uh, twenty twenty, or is it 2019? twenty nineteen? Yeah, twenty, where are we at? Twenty nineteen? Oh, okay. Dude, they make so much money too. Oh, fuck. My fucking My buddy goes to Bama, but he doesn't play. Yeah, they're the, but their education kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, like he's he's fucking smart, bro. He's fucking Oh yeah, not saying there's not smart people there. Oh but. yeah. Okay, so here we go. So the game before the Iron Bowl, they play Probably like Troy. They played WCU. WCU. The, they're unranked. Uh, yeah, there's some small. But two games before that, they play LSU. But Oh yeah, LSU's in the SEC too, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Um, yeah. So you're right. They, you look at that. They have two unranked games before the Iron Bowl.
1: Yeah, and who's WCU? Click on them. Who, That's
0: <laughs> who, who, who? Who even is that? That is. Western Carolina Catamounts. like Jesus Christ that's who you're playing <laughs> before like that's such <laughs> bullshit
1: and they also play one less co- they play four non-conference games yeah we play fucking more conference games in a harder conference than anybody else and it's a bunch of bullshit that the Pac-12 gets looked down like because oh you lo- Oregon lost to Auburn and it's like well it was a good game and like um, they were in it yeah so they they, was- it was it was a fine game actually they probably should have won they kind of blew it yeah. But, uh, yeah, the narrative about the Pac-12 is kind of BS, but was, I mean, we also have an idiot commissioner running it, highest paid commissioner, and he runs the conference like a donkey <laughs> show, you know, it's bullshit. But.
0: Well, isn't there more teams in the Pac-12? Is that why he gets paid more?
1: No, just because that's the way they've set up there. I mean, that's his contract he's got, which I don't know why they keep renewing his contract, yeah. How much okay. money do you think that guy makes? He makes a couple million doing that. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit for what he does. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right, man. Well, fuck. Thirty-nine minutes in. Thirty-nine minutes. We got a lot of top. We did a lot of topics today, man. Yeah, that's this awesome. Was super
1: fun, man. I Appreciate you having yeah. me on. Yeah. I gotta get on the uh, DJP podcast. Yeah. So we can talk of, live stuff.
0: Of course, yeah. man. Yeah. Um. So yeah, what do you got going on? What do you want people to know about you? Where can they find you?
1: Yeah. Um. Let's see. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter. I don't even know what my Instagram. Is. It's Brendan Smith Six Um. My Twitter is, I think it's B. Dot Smith sixty four. No, it's Coach. It's Coach underscore Smith oh okay. nine. That's my Twitter. Uh, also, check out the Kook Center podcast mm-hmm. and check out Kook Center for all your news for Cougar football. Uh, they do a great job over there, um, and uh, you know they have good podcast. They have two podcasts that they run. They run the Kook Center Hour with Michael Preston, and then they have Podcast Versus Everybody. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, like the, I like the Coug Center hour a little bit better, but uh, it's still fine. Uh, both of them are good. They do good previews and post-game stuff, for, and there's two a week uh, during football season. And then, uh, so you check them out. Um, that's another good podcast. I want to
0: start listening to them. I want to actually work with them.
1: Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, they seem like good guys. I don't know how you get in with them. I, they have their emails on their website, so yeah. you just can email them, but... Uh, yeah, no, super nice, uh, super good guys that, you know, do a good job and talk Cougar football. And it's a nice way to get through your uh, your day when it's the middle of the doldrums of the week and you're looking yeah. forward to Cougar football for the weekend. So,
0: Right on, man. Well, fuck. This has been a good, great episode, man. Yeah, appreciate episode it. Episode 42. 42. Fred Robinson. It. Yep, Yeah, have a good one. All right, have a good one. Yeah.